This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. The person's name is Kendall Howard. A New Jersey neighborhood on lockdown as police search for a gunman who shot two police officers. An appeals court rules absentee ballots can be reviewed before Election Day. The suspect in the hammer attack, which nearly killed Paul Pelosi, had a hit list of other people he planned on targeting. U.S. military personnel are on the ground in Kiev, Ukraine. Early election results indicate former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on track for a return to power. A neighborhood in Newark, New Jersey, remains on lockdown this morning. Police are searching for a gunman who shot two police officers. The officers were shot as they searched for 30-year-old East Orange resident Kendall Howard. Wanted in connection with an October 20th shooting, a woman had called 911 after she spotted Howard in her building. Right near Van Velser Place and Chancellor Avenue about 2 p.m. yesterday afternoon. This is Newark Public Safety Director Fritz Fraggy. The person's name is Kendall Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D, date of birth 6-11 of 92 of East Orange, New Jersey. We are on lookout for him. Uh, U.S. Marshals will be searching for him with various locations. One officer was shot in the leg. The other officer was grazed in the neck and then the bullet lodged in his shoulder. They're in stable condition at University Hospital. SWAT teams and police officers searched for Howard building by building, but he escaped and remains at large. Also, in another incident in Newark, a six-year-old child and two adults were also shot in Newark Tuesday night. Authorities say the victims were shot on South Orange Avenue near South 9th Street. The child suffered a collapsed lung and is expected to recover the condition of the adults unknown at this time. Well, a New York appeals court yesterday upheld a New York state law allowing absentee ballots to be reviewed before Election Day. The court reasoned it would be extremely disruptive to change the rules with absentee voting already underway. The decision from the appellate division of the state Supreme Court reverses a lower court ruling that declared New York's early review of absentee ballots unconstitutional. The appeals court said Republican and conservative party officials who challenged the law simply waited too long. Assemblyman Robert Smullen, a Republican and plaintiff in the case, spoke to New York one last week. I'm confident the ruling will be upheld in the higher courts. Uh, We're asking for common sense solutions. We're not asking for any uh, detailed, uh, nuanced interpretation of the law. So we think that our position is reasonable and sound and it will be upheld in a higher court. The court also upheld a pandemic era law that allows voters worried about becoming ill to vote by absentee. Election Day, November 8th. Well, the man accused of breaking into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home, beating her husband and seeking to kidnap 
Him, her rather, told police he was on a suicide mission. David DePape also had plans to target other California and federal politicians, according to Tuesday's court filing. DePape was ordered held without bail during his arraignment yesterday in San Francisco Superior Court. DePape's public defender entered a not guilty plea on his behalf. Former President Donald Trump spoke about the incident on the Chris Steigel radio show. Yeah, well, it would. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in time we're going to learn more. If in fact there's uh, a curious, I, I think I think this is the beginning. It's it looks, but it's a sad situation. Very sad, actually. DePape allegedly told first responders he had other targets, including a local professor, as well as several prominent state and federal politicians and members of their families. The filing did not name any potential targets directly. American military personnel are on the ground in war-torn Ukraine. Their mission is to help keep track of the billions of dollars worth of weapons and equipment the U.S. has sent since the start of the Russian invasion. That according to a senior U.S. defense official and a senior U.S. military official. Here's Pentagon Press Secretary, Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder. In terms of personnel uh, that are conducting these inspections, uh, my understanding is they would be well uh, well far away from any type of frontline actions. Um, we are relying on the Ukrainians to do that. We're relying on other partners to do that. Uh, so uh, essentially that would not be the case for, for U.S. personnel. The U.S. had conducted similar checks on aid prior to the war, but they stopped after Russia invaded Ukraine back on February 24th. Former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel hells, held uh, is holding a narrow lead early today in Israeli elections, according to exit polls. It potentially paves the way for a return to power. The final results could change as votes are tallied. Here's Netanyahu speaking about his opponent, Er Lapid, to France 24 News at the ballot box. Uh, we don't want uh, a, a government with the Muslim Brotherhood who uh, support terrorists and deny the existence of Israel and are pretty hostile to the United States, too. Today's election was Israel's fifth in less than four years. Netanyahu on trial for a slew of corruption charges is seen by supporters as the victim of a witch hunt and by opponents as a crook and a threat to democracy. Well, once again, President Joe Biden Tuesday continued a familiar theme heading into Tuesday's midterm elections. Biden down in Florida railing against Republicans while stumping for Democratic gubernatorial nominee Charlie Crist and Democratic Senate Representative Val Demings. He took aim at Senator Rick Scott of Florida's agenda, which includes a proposal to sunset government programs every five years, meaning lawmakers would need to vote to extend things like Medicare and Social Security. A senator from Florida going after Medicare and Social Security? I tell you what, I don't know where, as they say in Southern, I don't know where y'all been. Uh, damn, boy. I tell you, look, it's so outrageous you might even you might not even believe it. Scott's not up for re-election this year. His term ends in January 2025. Christ is running to unseat Governor Ron DeSantis and Demings is running to unseat Senator Marco Rubio. Biden called Tuesday's primaries the most important election of our lifetime. Well, a victory for former President Donald Trump. The U.S. Supreme Court yesterday temporarily halted a House panel from accessing Trump's tax records ahead of their expected release. Trump's attorneys filed an emergency request on Monday. The halt was ordered by Chief Justice John Roberts, who handles emergency matters arising in the District of Columbia. Roberts requested a response by November 10th. 
Trump rebuked a New York Times report about his tax returns back in 2020. Totally fake news. Now, actually, I paid tax. But and you'll see that as soon as my tax returns, it, it's underwater. They've been underwater for a long time. The latest development comes after a lower court cleared the way for the House Ways and Means Committee to obtain Trump's personal and business tax records from the Treasury Department as part of a long-running legal battle. Federal law mandates that tax returns are generally confidential unless an exception applies. One of which includes a written request by the House Ways and Means Committee. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona has tested positive for COVID-19. That according to the Department of Education, they announced that on Tuesday in a statement. Cardona is experiencing mild symptoms, but is fully vaccinated and boosted, according to this statement. Cardona has been a proponent of keeping schools open despite COVID. Back in January, he told News Nation that despite any prospect of surging COVID cases, school doors should remain open. Our students suffered enough. Um, and I think we have the I know we have the tools to get our schools safely open and we have to do everything in our power to give our students the best opportunity for success. And that means giving them an in-person learning opportunity, keeping them safe, using the mitigation strategies that we know work um, so that they can be in the classroom with their peers and with their teachers. The news comes a day after Rochelle Walensky, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, also announced she had again tested positive for COVID-19 after she completed a round of the coronavirus antiviral treatment Paxlovid. Today is day two of the sentencing phase for Parkland shooter Nicholas Cruz, with a judge expected to hand down a sentence at the end of today's proceedings. Victims, relatives, and family members are being allowed to speak out in court during the two-day sentencing phase, directly addressing Cruz. Cruz is now 24 years old. He pleaded guilty last year to 17 counts of murder and 17 counts of attempted murder in the deadliest mass shooting at an American high school. David Rabinowitz, the grandfather of 14-year-old Alyssa Alhadef, referred Tuesday to Cruz not by his name, but as Parkland murderer, saying... Well, the shooter won for now, but one day he will die. It could be a week from now. It could be a month from now. It could be 40 years from now. You're going to die. When you die, it is my fondest hope that they take you and put and, and, and burn you and take your ashes and throw them in the garbage dump. You know why? Because garbage to garbage. After a month-long trial, a jury recommended that Cruz serve life in prison without the possibility of parole instead of the death penalty. Broward County Judge Elizabeth Schur must abide by the jury's recommendation. Three jurors voted against a death sentence, which in Florida must be unanimous. View co-host Whoopi Goldberg on The View said that Fox News Channel is partly to blame for an increased threat of political violence in America. During a discussion on the attack last week on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, Goldberg drew a connection between an increased threat to public officials and the daily menu of content on the cable news giant. Well, you're in a Some of this is on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Some of this is on your hands. You know, you, you like to call people out. Well, I'm calling you all out. Mm-hmm. Stop with the, 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 that side is not good. Because this is what it, this is what it, puts out there. It tells people that you think it's okay to do this. Stop doing it. Goldberg's comments come just days after California Governor Gavin Newsom made a similar charge about Fox, naming popular primetime host Jesse Waters. As Newsom argued, the attack on Paul Pelosi was triggered by the network's aggressive coverage 
of Paul Pelosi's recent DUI scandal. Arab leaders Tuesday met in Algeria at the 31st summit of the largest annual Arab conference to seek common ground on divisive issues throughout that region. Algeria is a major oil and gas producer and is perceived by European nations as a key supplier amid the global energy crisis that stems from Russia's war in Ukraine. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Time to check in with Justin Ellick for a look at sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with early news sports update. Three games and three wins on the ice last night as the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils were all victorious in their Tuesday night contest. The Rangers were neck and neck with the Flyers all night at the Garden, taking a 0-0 tie into overtime before Christopher James Kreider played executioner on this breakaway. Under a minute to go. Savannah Leader Lee Kreider. He's hit all alone. He scores! Chris Kreider wins in an overtime. That call courtesy of the great Sam Rosen and MSG. Igor Shosturkin gobbled up 19 saves and route to the shutout victory. And the Rangers win their third straight before an off day today. They'll be back in action against the Bruins at home tomorrow night. Now to the Islanders, who buried the Blackhawks by a score of 3-1 to in Chicago. Brock Nelson was the difference maker in this one with a goal and an assist, with the score coming on an eventual game winner in the third period to put the Isles up a pair. Anders Lee and Zach Parise would add uh, the other two tallies, and the Isles feel good going into their off day today before heading out to St. Louis to battle the Blues tomorrow night. And last but most certainly not least, he got Joe Nolan's first place, New Jersey Devils. They kept their feet on the gas pedal with a 5-2 win in Vancouver against the Canucks. Jack Hughes shined with an assist and the empty netter to seal the victory while Mackenzie Blackwood brought in 21 saves to improve, to improve his undefeated career record against Vancouver to 5-0. They'll be off today as well before heading to Edmonton tomorrow to face off with the Oilers. And on the hardwood, it was the Nets falling once again in their first game without now former head coach Steve Nash. Zach Levine scored 20 of his 29 points in the fourth quarter for Chicago, leading them to a 108 to 99 victory in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant was fine with 32 points and nine rebounds for Brooklyn, but Kyrie Irving was a complete dud, scoring only four points on two for 12 shooting. He missed all six of his three point attempts on the night. Nets will be back in action Friday night in Washington against the Wizards and World Series game three. Man, Phillies came ready to play. Five home runs, seven runs, a seven nothing shutout of the Houston Astros in Philadelphia. That place was rocking all night long. So you got game four back in Philly tonight. Here with the Early News Sports Update, I'm Justin Alec on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Another rate hike announcement today. Investors bracing for more aggressive Fed action. Jobs data will weigh on the decision. Stocks lower to start November trading. Wall Street waiting on today's announcement from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Another 75 basis point interest rate hike is likely. Investors are looking for what's next, particularly with December's policy meeting. More strong labor market data this week indicates the Fed may stick to the current pace of rate hikes through the end of the year. CBS Health reporting third quarter earnings today. Wall Street targeting a 4% increase in revenue. The outlook could be a little murky for CVS. The pharmacy giant just lost a massive benefits contract to Cigna Health. Economists targeting a 6% dip in earnings per share for Yum! Brands. Revenue forecast to have increased 2% thanks to same-store sales growth from KFC, Habit Burger, and Taco Bell. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dye. Financial Report. 
Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Futures in the green this morning. The Dow's up 33 points at 32,718, up 0.10%. S&P's risen seven. The Nasdaq up 30 and a quarter points. Gold at $1,656.60 an ounce, up $6.90. Crude oil at $88.74 a barrel. That's up 37 cents. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time is 520. There's been an arrest in connection with a double shooting outside of Congressman Lee Zeldin's home. Of course, Zeldin, the Republican candidate for governor in New York, his home in Shirley out on Long Island last month. 77 WABC's Bob Brown has the update. Authorities say 18-year-old Noah Green is the first person to be charged in the shooting outside Zeldin's home. Zeldin, the Republican gubernatorial nominee, says his twin 16-year-old daughters were home at the time of the shooting, and after they heard gunshots, they locked themselves in the bathroom and called 911. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. Police in Brooklyn shot a man armed with a 20-inch machete and a kitchen knife as he ran up to an NYPD lieutenant, refusing orders to drop the weapons. This incident occurred just after 4 p.m. on New Lots Avenue between Snydker Avenue and Hinsdale Street in East New York, according to police. Here's NYPD Chief Jeffrey Madry, who details the incident. And he has a knife in each hand, and he starts advancing on the lieutenant. The lieutenant gave multiple commands. No, put the knife down, put the knife down, put the knife down. Police said body camera footage showed the man advancing closer. The lieutenant then fired two shots, striking the man in the thigh and groin areas. The suspect, who has not yet been identified, was taken to Brookdale Hospital. He is expected to survive, according to police, and police said the machete was recovered at the scene. Police suspect that the same man involved in this incident also allegedly assaulted a 58-year-old mental health professional in downtown Brooklyn, whom the man was going to for help. New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy is throwing his support behind a fellow Democrat, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, days before the midterms. While the latest survey on the governor's race shows Republican Lee Zeldin is leading Hochul. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more. Murphy, who appeared on MSNBC Tuesday morning, said that Hochul is doing a good job and that she's serious on crime. She is making folks understand in New York that she is with them at that kitchen table as it relates to affordability, opportunity, uh, rekindling the American dream. She is herself serious on crime. Hochul's opponent, Republican Congressman Lee Zeldin, has been trying to paint Hochul as weak on crime and ignoring it. Hochul at one point had a sizable lead in the polls, but that has shrunk over the last month or so. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. The latest survey from the Trafalgar Group has Zeldin leading Hochul by eight-tenths of a percentage point with 4% undecided. 
Elected officials gathered yesterday morning in Brooklyn to talk about as they addressed uh, disturbing graffiti calling for the deaths of local politicians. This graffiti read, kill elected officials before being removed. It has heightened concerns in the Bushwick section of the borough on the heels of the attack against Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, days ago. Here's New York Representative Nydia Velasquez. We have to evaluate and assess what is the climate that has been created in this country to lead to people to think that they can take actions such as going into Nancy Pelosi's home to kill her. The graffiti showed up on the facade of a building over the weekend. Also, several cars were vandalized by having their windows smashed overnight on Saturday. And neighbors and community leaders blame places like local bars and nightclubs letting patrons get out of hand as reasons for the violence as well as the hate messages. Now, 21-year-old Tyler Flack has been found guilty of killing 16-year-old Kasheen Morris during a brawl outside of a strip mall on Long Island back in 2019. Flack was found guilty of second-degree murder, first-degree gang assault, misdemeanor assault, and weapons possession. Morris's sister, Kiana, spoke to reporters following the verdict. Everybody was able to see it. You went there intentionally to do more than cause harm. You went there intentionally to murder my brother. And this man's scheduled to be sentenced December 14th. Second-degree murder has a top penalty of 25 years to life in prison. Morris had been seen walking with friends after school right near the strip mall in Oceanside when prosecutors say Flack and a group of people attacked them. As the true group, true uh, groups fought, Flack stabbed Morris in the heart and the victim's heart stopped beating. Six of Flack's co-defendants pleaded guilty to various charges while one more is still awaiting trial. Well, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is coming from upstate New York this year. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has a story. Tree officials have chosen a 14-ton, 82-foot-tall Norway spruce from Queensbury in Warren County. The Leibowitz family will allow their tree to be cut down and eventually have 50,000 LED lights put on it for the holiday season. The tree will be lit November 30th at Rockefeller Center. For 77 WABC News, I'm Alex Barnard. Employees at a New York City McDonald's will receive $1 million in restitution after the city found their boss had violated workplace laws. George Michael owns seven McDonald's locations in Brooklyn, and he has now been ordered to pay that $1 million to a total of 511 employees who had their rights violated. Each employee is expected to receive a little over $23,000. The Department of Consumer and Worker Protections opened a second investigation into Michael after issuing multiple violations. A second investigation into Michael found he violated the Fair Work Week law by requiring employees to work the closing opening shifts without consent. They say he also failed to pay those employees $100 premiums and fired two employees who exercised their rights under the law. The investigation also found Michael violated the New York City paid safe and sick leave law by prohibiting employees from using paid sick leave. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Well, SpaceX launched its Mega Falcon Heavy rocket for the first time in more than three years yesterday. Frank Diaz has the story. Falcon Heavy is supersonic. 
There we just heard the call out of the vehicles now traveling faster than the speed of sound. What a beautiful sight. A successful launch for SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket on a Space Force mission happened Tuesday morning. It's the fourth ever liftoff from Florida's Space Coast. This is a classified mission for the U.S. Space Force after a more than three-year hiatus. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. And if you've missed the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.